Okay, so we saw yesterday that a person who reaches the, the level of Kedusha is someone who actually is walking um, constantly with God in this world in the same way that they would in the world to come. It says even here, a person is totally connected to God. Now, the, um, the, the, the temple, okay, the Beis HaMikdash, um, and as well as the Mishkan, which was, we read about in the Chumash, which was the portable, the portable temple, was a piece of technology, spiritual technology, where if it, was, it, was, it was a building that had very, very uh, specific parameters and specifications had to be built with, and if everything was done properly, what it did was, did was it brought the divine presence, the Shekhinah, into the world in a way where the Shekhinah rested in there in a way that was totally open and miraculous, and it was it was like a, it was like almost like a piece of the spiritual realm was manifest down in this world, um, and the Jewish people were living with the divine presence literally in their in their midst in a way which was manifest and perceivable. Okay, so now he goes on to say this person who has reached the level of kedusha and whose physicality becomes spiritual, he says this person themselves, the human being, is considered to be like a mishkan, like a misbe, like like a, like a migdash. Okay, like a, like like a temple, meaning he's like he, he he does the same thing that the temple does. Kamizbeach, like the altar in the temple. Okay, which is where the where the offerings were brought, which is a, which is an essential aspect of how, of how the temple worked. And like the the uh, sages teach us in the medrash, it says Vayal me'alav elokim. It says that um, I think it may have even been this week's parsha. It says that it says that it's talking about Avraham. It says it says Hashem lifted up from on him, okay, and so they say, it sounds like, it sounds like Hashem was, was on Avraham, okay, and it says, so they say something which is a little bit puzzling, they say the patriarchs, okay, the patriarchs, and by that they mean, of course, patriarchs and the matriarchs, is that they were the, the Merkava, Merkava means a chariot, okay, so what does that mean, that, the, that our, our patriarchs and matriarchs were like a, like, like a chariot, what does it mean there? there what's it, what is a chariot? A chariot is, is something which is meant to hold, like a, a person goes on a chariot or, or a wagon, okay? Is a, is a person rides there. So it's, it's something which is, which is a vehicle to hold something else. It's a means to having something else contained in it and moving in it, okay? So he says, so that the patriarchs and the matriarchs were a chariot. Say, what is it? So, so, and it also says, they say that the tzaddikim, Tzaddikim hein hein cover. They're also the chariot. What does it mean, a chariot? For what? A chariot for Hashem. Which says the Shechina is literally is manifest on the person. Okay? In the same way, in the same way that the Shechina, the Divine Presence, would be manifest in the Beis HaMikdash, in the Temple. I heard an amazing story recently from one of my um, colleagues who said he heard this directly from the person who was involved in the story, and it was many years ago. So one of, today, one of the, uh, perhaps the, the greatest um, gadol, the greatest Torah sage alive today, is Rav Chaim Kanievsky. Very difficult now to see him. He's quite old, and, he's, um, and, and he's, who he is, is 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 well known now. So he's always got thousands and thousands of people trying to see him. But, but a number, quite a few years ago, when um, you know, he, it was sort of more, more uh, not as open and known as who he was, is that so? Some um, this guy told the story to my colleague, said that he was going to Bnei Brak with a friend to spend Shabbos there, and it was Shabbos afternoon. It was it was late afternoon, sort of getting towards sunset, um, and it's third meal time, and they wanted to go and see Rav Chaim Kanievsky. So they walked over to his 
building where he lived and went up to his apartment. And they sort of quietly, sort of softly knocked on the door. And there was no answer. And they sort of knocked again. No one answered. It seemed like, like maybe no one was home. But they opened the door. Okay, they opened the door to his apartment. Okay, and they sort of walked in. And they, it, was quite, it was quite dim in there. It was, very, it was, it was Shabbos afternoon and it was, getting, it was getting dark. And they saw this funny light. And so they went in there and they, they looked in. And they saw that Chaim was sitting there at a shtender by himself. He's the only one there. And he was totally oblivious to the world. And they didn't hear them knocking on the door. He was sitting at a shtender and he was learning. And he said there was a, there was a light. The, the light in the room was coming from his face. He said there was literally a light shining out of his face as he learned Torah. And they got such a fright that they just sort of, they, they froze. They looked at him and then they sort of ran out and, and closed the door quietly behind them. So they're saying, saying, here, someone who reaches the highest level of holiness is the divine presence rests on them. Like, literally, like the same way that the, the Shekhinah was in the temple on the base of Mikdash. If a, if a perceived human being is capable of, a human being who reaches the highest level in terms of connection to Hashem is that literally the divine presence is, is, uh, rests upon them and is manifest upon them in a way which actually physically can be perceived sometimes.